Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. Well, things are definitely warming up fairly fast around the state of Wisconsin. Now, we know it can cool down again. We can get snow with still Wisconsin, but we do need to exercise some caution for some of our outdoor activities. Joining us now is one of our Wisconsin DNR wardens, Jake Holstclaw, who is uh, kind of monitoring things out on the ice. Jake, first, let's uh, go back to the season. Uh, you know, for some areas of Wisconsin, they got an opportunity to get out on that ice, start fishing or what have you uh, earlier than others. Give me your overall, you know, perspective on what it's been like for ice fishers or any of those guys that might have been running snowmobile trails across the river or lake. What's it been like? Well, I think overall this year we've actually had some really good ice. I think uh, overall from what I've seen, there has actually been some pretty good ice thicknesses. Um in my area, in kind of the Eau Claire, Triple Falls area, there's been guys seeing 20, 24 inches, maybe even 30 inches in some places with, with not much water flow underneath. So, I mean, there has been some good, some good ice thickness. Um, as far as, like, fishing success and activity, well, you know, that kind of just, like any year, that just kind of goes in waves. I mean, uh, some weeks are better than others, for sure. Yeah, right. And with that being said, some weeks are better than others when it comes to extending your opportunities out on the ice you know jake unfortunately uh we've had reported deaths of fishermen or maybe snowmobilers somebody out on the ice that's gone through unfortunately i know of at least one case where somebody lost their lives that's why you're along with me you want to remind people this is getting to be kind of a precarious time to take your chances on the ice absolutely and i think uh, anybody who's a diehard fisherman uh, knows that, you know, this time of the year where the ice is starting to get a little bit thinner and the temperatures are, are warming up, sometimes it can be some really good fishing. And so there's that temptation to get out there and, 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 you know, get your, get your, uh, your daily limit and, and have a blast on the ice. And we encourage people to do that, but we just want people to use some good common sense and some good judgment before they go out on the ice. Um, you know, just realize that, yeah, with these warmer temperatures, the ice can start thinning relatively quickly. Um, we want to remind people that no ice in the state is 100% safe. Um, it could be very thick and able to hold a vehicle in one spot. And then just, you know, a few feet away, it could be a couple inches thick. And uh, whether there's a current or spring or something like that, and um, especially folks that maybe are fishing on a, on a body of water that they're not super familiar with, um, they can kind of get caught off guard. So, um, you know, it might be good to talk to a veteran of that area or, or somebody who's really familiar with the waterway before they go out, you know, and even contacting a local warden um, before they go out to a lake or a river and just kind of running things by them might not be a bad idea. Is there uh, any specific guidelines or is it kind of community by community, Jake, when it comes to pulling ice shanties or anything like that as a guideline? Yeah, no. So the, the permanent ice shanties is we do actually have state state law where, um, consistent throughout the state. There's some different dates. Uh, probably the two, the two, basically Highway 64 divides uh, the state into a north and south region. Um, so north of Highway 64, um, they're, you're, they want them removed by the first Sunday following March 12th. Um, and then uh, anything south of 64, it's the first Sunday following March 1st. So for those of us that live south of 64, um, this Sunday coming up right now, um, 
next week is going to be the day where you're going to want to pull those permanent shanties. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that people can't use ice shacks still. They can still go out there and use them on a daily basis, but it's just leaving them unattended or overnight. That's when they got to remove them at that point. And, and, and yeah, a big reason that we want those off this time of year is because traditionally, yeah, this is when the ice gets thinner and, and uh, we, for obvious reasons, we don't want people's shanties either stuck or frozen in or sinking into the lakes. Now, Jake, we say uh, ice being safe. What What's kind of that definition? What do people need to keep in mind when it comes to the thickness of the ice and their body weight being out there? Yeah, so, I mean, thickness is a very, yeah, it's a very, uh, it's kind of a gray area because obviously we need less thickness to hold one's just body weight, you know, if they're just walking out on the ice as opposed to a vehicle. A vehicle is going to be a significantly more thickness, but one of the things we don't like to give an exact thickness for, for those, um, there is some guidelines. I know the Minnesota DNR actually has kind of an ice thickness chart that, that folks can go to for their kind of recommended, recommended thicknesses. But um, with the Wisconsin DNR here, we don't like to give a specific thickness because we're just very cautious and very leery of doing that. We don't want folks to think, you know, that, oh, well, there's a foot of ice, so it's, it's right. perfectly safe. Right, right. Well, and in, yeah, in like, most situations, it probably would be to walk on it, but you just don't know what's going on underneath. Well, and to your point, there are different, there's different qualities in that ice, depending on when it was formed. Correct, yeah. And, and, and you know, in, in some areas, you know, if, if the ice formed while it was snowing, that ice can be a little bit weaker and a little bit more patchy. Um, if we had really fast, cold temperatures, um, early in the year and there wasn't really much snowfall, um, then a lot of times that ice can be real clear and, and, and a lot stronger. But, um, you know, with the whole winter of folks driving their vehicles on the ice or, or walking around, there's going to be stress fractures and cracks formed throughout the winter. So it's just something we want people to be cautious of. Now, Jake Holsclaw is along with us from uh, our Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. He's up in kind of northwest Wisconsin. So, Obviously, some people are going to want to continue to extend their season, Jake. Give them a couple reminders on safety tips that they should keep in mind, uh, you know, regardless of uh, what the weather looks like. You just got to be safe if you want to be out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think first and foremost, tell somebody who's not going out there with you, tell them when you're going to be back and where you're going. That way, you know, if something does happen, we can, you know, send help or, you know, they can come out and find you. Um and, and, you know, even better than that, go out with a friend or family member or somebody, you know, go out with more than one person. That way you've kind of got that buddy system and, and you can help each other out if something were to happen. And another thing, if you have the room, you know, pack some, pack some dry clothes um, and a phone and a waterproof bag or a waterproof container because you just never know. I mean, even if you just go through a little bit of ice and, and you know, up to your knees or, or waist, that can be very, very cold and temperatures are still pretty chilly here and, and you want to be careful to, you know, avoid hypothermia. So, yeah, I guess that would be kind of the things I'd recommend is let people know where you're going. Uh, let them know when you're going to get back. Um, have, a, have kind of a, a plan of attack. You know, if, if you do already going to get wet and something were to happen, um, how are you going to get out of that situation? And one of the things you remember to remind, too, is if people do break through the ice, don't panic. Um, you know, just kind of take a couple deep breaths, try to calm your heart rate down a little bit, and then, and then try to turn around and get back off the ice where you were from last, you know, where you where, where, where first held you before you went in. Um, that's likely going to be your strongest ice. 
So try to return and, and get out that way. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, you're going to want to take a, it's always a good idea to have a, a life preserver with you or a float coat, which is basically a winter jacket that has flotation built into it. Um, those aren't, those aren't bad to have along with you too, just to kind of give you some peace of mind. For sure. Jake Holstclaw along with us, one of our DNR wardens, trying to make sure that you're thinking twice before you uh, take your chances anymore these days, heading out on Wisconsin's ice fields. Like you said, this changing weather dynamic makes it uh, a very uncertain time, no matter where you are in the state. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap.